In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hey guys, it's Eliza Schlesinger, and I'm introducing myself because it was the least weirdest way to say my last name, and we don't have to talk about it, and now we're here. Hit it, Ashley. Hi, it's Ashley. Um, we are filling in for Taylor Strecker today, and with me is co-founder Sammy Fishbane. Hi, you got my last name wrong. What the hell? Why? What's your last name? Fishbein. Oh my god. I don't care. No, it's oh. funny. Ugh. Keep it. I think I we can agree that in my phone book too. We're all Jewish and/or Italian in this room. Yeah, yeah. Jews. You Jews. could go either way. Or Jewish. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There Jews. we go. Brett the brown hair, and I'm out of here. The uniformity. We almost yeah. wore the same thing today. I'm Jewish. We are all. We are all here for that. I won't yeah. admit that I have brown hair, but look at my eyebrows. So <laughs> no one needs to know. That's from your stand-up. It's also the way I feel. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what we were talking about yeah. before you got here, because we realized we were going to wear the same outfit. And we're like, and then she's going to call us out with our hair because we all have brown eyebrows. And it's it's New York. Everyone's named Allie. Everyone's <laughs> got brown hair. Everyone works in PR. So this is a departure from that. Yes. Yeah, we work yeah. in we work in media. It's so different. It's very close. It's different. We all went to Hofstra, and it's different. <laughs> very different. <laughs> We are so happy to have you, honestly. You. Personally, I'm a huge fan, and I can't even tell you the reaction that we got on the bride's account, and also I got on my personal account when I was like, I put up that I was watching oh, your stand-up, and people were so excited to have you here. Thank so, you. I'm very excited to be here. This is a bridal-centric podcast. It is all about weddings. I love it. And your new your newest stand-up special is also very bridal-centric. Yes, thank you. Will you tell us about it? Do I have to? No, you don't have to. <laughs> uh, it's, I, you know, I believe stand-up should sort of mirror what you're going through, or for me, it, what I'm going through in life. And I had gotten engaged, uh, to, and it was at the end of the special before that, um, Elder Millennial. And so I was just going through all of the planning of it and the actual wedding, and I was just commenting on it as it was going on. And so I just, it all got folded into the act. So there's a healthy chunk of my takes on feminism up top, and then that sort of sets up all the takes on uh, Did you weddings. like getting married? Did you enjoy planning a wedding? I, I I feel like I've built up this like resistance to it because of the special and stuff. I mean, the overall theme of the special is do whatever you want. So I like the outcome. I liked the day of and the party and stuff. But it is a stressful thing. And the whole time you're thinking, you know, what's going to go on? What could I have done better? And there comes a point, and you'll see this, during your service where you're just like, catch out. Like you're just done. <laughs> And I kept trying to get drunk and I wasn't getting as drunk as I wanted to. But there was a point where like everybody was on the dance floor and the DJ, even though I was like, don't do this, was playing like music that everybody could dance to. And I went over, I'm like, here's my list of EDM and K-pop, play this. And then it was like just me and like one stalwart friend on the dance floor and everyone had cleared. And I was like, I don't care. This is for me. Right. I mean, you're paying for it. You're the one getting married. You're the one binding yourself in a union to someone else for the rest of your life. Like, I don't want to line dance to Bruno Mars. Like, I want to yeah, go are, for it. We are very anti-Bruno Mars. I mean, here. I'm very pro him as a performer. I just don't want to hear top 40 at my wedding. We're anti it for the wedding. Mm. Like, I want to marry. That was also from your stand-up. The right. whole I want to marry you thing. Yes. 
So what was like the peak and pit of your wedding? I was your ring. Is that a heart? Oh, I thought it was a heart. I was also been staring at yours because I think it's really. Is it emeralds around the circle? Can I tell? Okay, here's the story of my ring, which yeah. I'll tell you real quick. Um, it's my my husband. It was a family diamond that was his, like from his grandmother, great grandmother. Might have been great grandfather's pinky ring. Like Jews do it, like that. yeah, like it's a pinky ring. I have one of those. Too. And it's it's a really it's an old diamond and it's round. And I always I never thought about the ring I wanted, but I like the idea of an emerald cut. It's strong. It's feminine, but it's strong. It presents as strong feminine, which is what I am. And I wanted that, but you can't cut this like antique diamond. Right. So I had it set in what looks like an emerald. So from afar, it looks like I have an emerald cut <laughs> diamond, but it's really a circle diamond with a bunch of diamonds around it. And it looks very antique, but it's not. The diamond is, but the actual setting isn't. And then I had a band made to fit around it. That oh, way wow. they're not butting up against each other. It's really very wow, unique. I've really never cool. seen one like that. And because of that reaction, because I'm like such a glutton for like people telling me I did a good job, it hurts <laughs> every time to put it on because I have witch knuckles but tiny fingers. And so I, I want to change the ring, but I, I crave so much people telling me good job. You shouldn't change it. I'm it's so keep, pretty. I'm going to just let my finger grow around it. Yeah. Highs and lows. I, you know, I didn't love our wedding planner. Uh, she at one point my mom Jewish mom so like my mom stepped in she had all these ideas the wedding planner was so inept on so many levels and my mom was trying to help as best she could from another state um, my mom is elegant and she's got great taste and it was just it was like almost like the woman like she was there on it emails everything when she needed a check and then it would just be days of nothing and at one point my mom was trying to reach her I'll never forget this because when this happened I remember thinking like that's my mom she was trying to reach the wedding planner and the wedding planner was like sorry the internet's out at my house and my mom yells at her go to a Starbucks (laughs) (laughs) like it is there's a lot of tension running but like we're not unreasonable people and it's like dude we paid you like just fucking pick up your goddamn phone yeah do you think wedding planners are a worthwhile expense I think I paid for what I got I think there are wedding planners that are my publicist is nodding because he introduced me to a friend of his and she gave me her quote and I was like, I'm um, okay. And I think you pay for I that's my fault. And how would you know unless you'd done it? Right. Um and I remember at the wedding just being a little nervous that it wasn't good because there is a flow to it. And people you would think that you're like, oh, we we set our vows in this room and right down the hall is a party. Can you make it into there? And people can't. They like walk into walls like Sims. Like they just, they I don't know. They just need direction. And I won't forget this. My husband is half Jewish, half Italian. So of course, we got a couple envelopes of money because the Italians are like, yeah, God bless. Somebody cash, gave us cash only. And my wedding planner showed up. She goes, hey, do you want, do you want to give me that? And I was like, great. And I hand it to her and I turn around. Two seconds later, one of her helpers taps me and goes, did you drop this? And it was the envelope of cash because she dropped it. And I remember I was like, we're done speaking. Like, I'm done. Like, serve the meat, pour the alcohol. I'm done communicating with you. So I think I think I felt very much like I need to take because it's it's stressful. It's already stressful because of the spiritual aspect and everything. But knowing that the person you're paying is kind of mentally out to lunch. And figuring that like on your wedding day, like yeah. seeing that on your wedding day, it's well, different when it's not the day. It's not, worse. On and the leading day. up to it, it's one of those things like, do you cut your losses or better the devil you know? Like we'd already spent thousands and thousands of dollars and gotten that far, and we booked her so far out, and she was kind of not doing a great job. And I was like, I pulled her aside in a parking lot, and I was like, my mom, as a gift to me, paid for the wedding planner, and I pulled her aside mafia style. I go, how much money is it going to take for you to like be present? Like, what do I have to do? And she like gave me a number. So I paid her additional money 
because she was like, I thought this job. would be, I didn't realize it would be so big. Like really just. It's a wedding. <sighs> and so it's that She thing. did the invites, right? Like she knows how many people it was going to be. Like yeah, could, I think it was more just the detail and things going into it, but it's just like, I don't know, like you agreed to something. Right. So like it's that thing of you want to be enjoying it and tasting cake and having fun, but there's all these details that you really, when you go to a wedding that didn't account for details, you can feel it. Oh, yeah. And it the devil is so in the details. Like, like we have an joke? example of something you've experienced? Oh, well, I've only been to like two weddings ever. <laughs> I'm not, a, I've been to my parents' <laughs> wedding, uh, my best friend's wedding. And like maybe two others like I'm not um, I miss that period of my early 30s where all my friends were getting married because I'm a comic. So I'm either out of town or I'm friends with dudes and they're not getting married. Um, right. So I'm like I'm trying to think I'm trying to think, you know, it can be a, uh, a timing thing. I even at my own wedding like I op- I was like the dessert bar is open but like we hadn't even served the cake like there is a timing it is and it, it's like a coronation like there it's a, there's a schedule right involved in it. Um. Sometimes if you get a selfish bride, that's like like a little bit like I did. Like people dance. I'm like, I just want to hear my music. But when you get brides, they're like, I'm just going to do what I want. You're like, what about the rest of us that did like block booking at a Hilton by the airport to like be here? You can't just like tell your guests to fuck off. Like they made an effort. It's this um, like agreement, like this symbiotic relationship. You're like, I'm shelling out money to celebrate your love, but you have to, and you're going to give me a little paper gift bag and say thanks for coming. But like they are guests and they did make an effort. But the guests can't like don't leave before the food is served, right? You know, don't. These it's hundreds of dollars a plate in some cases, and people made provisions for you. Like, the I had a couple people I went and like, oh, I didn't feel good, I left, and you're like, okay, well, don't tell me that, just leave. Yeah, uh, don't tell me that. I wouldn't notice. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you want to hear the worst thing ever? Yes. Should I tell them? Is that bad? A friend's wedding, she had uh, some bridesmaids. And one of the bridesmaids, who was a very good friend of hers, a bridesmaid. Keep in mind, you're not a guest when you're a bridesmaid. No, like, you're, you're there to you're work. Staff. You're a servant. You're <laughs> on your nine to five shift, and yeah. then you're on your five to two shift. Yeah. Got so incredibly drunk that she left. Um, they had done like their bridal groom dance, whatever. I'm pretty sure left before dinner. Definitely left before the cake was cut. 
all of that stuff was not on the dance floor, which like you're supposed to be there to like dance. Right. Was so drunk she left her car keys, her wallet, everything, and just like peaced out. And they'd been friends for like over a decade. Are they and still friends now? Not really. How did she get so drunk? I, I don't know if it's a mixture of medication and like she wasn't feeling well, but also like you can't keep it together for that. And how old and is she? Same age as the bride. Okay. Which we is did like bridesmaid horror stories on our Betches Brides Instagram story yesterday, and the DMs that I was fielding, I have ne- I, who raised these people? What about the girl? I, where who, do they come from? Wait, the girl who is like a combination of like Wellbutrin and like Nyquil. Are they just so like? I feel like a lot of people who have these issues like are single and they like can't handle other people's happiness a lot of the time and then they just take it too far. So but what about the one who planned her own engagement party on her friend's wedding day? That's like, that's, that's an asshole. That's, that's, not, that's, that's insane. You know, I'm so reticent to chalk it up to like, and I'm not saying you're saying this, but I'm so reticent to chalk it up to you're single, you must be jealous. Because, you know, I've been the single girl that goes to the wedding and I personally was very much able to, of course it makes you think of where you are in life, but I was yeah. so happy for my friend. Right. And you have to be seriously disturbed and selfish to be like, and I'm not happy because I, it brings up emotions, but like you can separate the two. Um, I, yeah. I also feel like there's so few opportunities like as an adult to just have fun in that way. Yeah. So why not just like go to the wedding and embrace the fun aspects Going to of someone the wedding, else's wedding is rather so than fun. like it's complain. so fun. You have no pressure. And as a bridesmaid, like there was not much to do. Uh, I think for this person in particular, it might have been like a social anxiety thing. In my heart, I don't feel like it was a jealous thing. She had a boyfriend like he was there. So you know, I think when you have alcohol and whatever else you're taking, but alcohol in particular, you know, you're not really in control of your emotions. And also, right. like, know before you go, like, you know if you're a sloppy drunk. Right. And weddings are great for being sloppy, but, like, keep it on the dance floor. Apparently, a bunch of people took Molly at my wedding, and I didn't know. But, like, I love that for them. Yeah. <laughs> but we serve this really coveted, um, oh, God, he's going to kill me if I don't remember. Is it a brisket? Pastrami. Uh, that's, like, really hard to get in L.A. And my only wish was that the people rolling, like, you don't want to eat pastrami. You don't want to eat dead meat. <laughs> when you're rolling but like i went to town on that meat after i've got a beautiful picture i'll show you it's on my phone that sounds great of me in like a low-cut dress just I would eating love a bunch of meat. That. i'll show it to you so was um what did you have any sort of like interpersonal issues leading up to your wedding like whether it was with a vendor family member friends husband no you know it's i firmly believe like this is a very special day and anybody that really loves you will be okay with whatever you do and that is down to not being invited i have plenty of girlfriends who maybe you started being friends when they were engaged you know and i straight up i'm like you don't have to invite me to your wedding like i get it yeah and, and to, to it's tacky to be like you didn't invite me to your wedding like that's cool that you want to be my friend that hard but like <laughs> Take right. it easy. You should just be like, yeah, I saved you like $500. So much I'm money. I'm the best friend you actually ever had. And yeah. you don't have to invite me. That's the greatest gift of all. And also, the older we get, I'm like, I don't want to drive to Ojai, which doesn't really resonate in this room. But like, no, I don't it wanna, does. Right. I don't want to do Real Housewives. That. I don't want to drive to Philly. Oh. You know about <laughs> Kim Richards' house in Ojai? That is so funny. You know, but you, you'll do it because this is what is done. These are the rituals that we perform as we get older. But, you know, it is a pain in the ass. Um, and it is showing that person that you love them. I'm trying to think for vendors. Um, for my wedding, we had this idea. Remember those things you would do? What are they called like Chinese fortune teller things? Like you'd be like, you'd ask it, like, "Am I going to?" Oh yeah. And it, uh, you guys can't see what I'm doing at home, but you like put it on your fingers and you count one, two, yeah, three, like four, eight. and you open it. Yeah. It's like a little fortune teller. We did that for our seating cards. So when you open it, it's got like a picture of me and my husband, and it had cute little questions. And like one of the questions was, my husband's name is Noah. We call him Smoky Husky. They were like, "What's Smoky Husky's? Who's Smoky Husky's favorite comedian?" 
And when you open it, it just says, is it too soon to say Louis C.K.? Because <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> have to so be me. Funny. So they were all cute. And somehow they got laid out wrong. So nobody knew their table assignment. Oh and my it was God. my mother perf- like did everything perfect. And it was her fault. And she felt so bad. And I was like, I don't care. I'm just glad it wasn't the wedding planner because you would have ripped out her throat. Yeah. But nobody could figure out. And then I had a friend who gave me shit. He was like, thanks for sitting me at this table. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, like, yeah. I've had friends ugh. who were like just pissed eat. at the table they're at. It's like, oh. Just eat a piece of cold chicken. Yeah. And listen Shut to up. the Macarena. <laughs> exactly. Mm. How many people did you have at your wedding? It's about 135. Um, it's a good I, number. Yeah. It's the number we're all aiming for. We had a couple friends that we had one really close friend who uh, RSVP'd with a plus one, even though it was like, we don't really want you to bring a plus one. And then never showed up, never said anything. This is what I said. I just came from the Today Show. Uh, and I just did the Hoda and Jenna hour. And Hoda's there and she is getting engaged. And in between breaks, I said to her, your wedding and both of you girls will see this. This is my wedding advice to you. Be prepared because you will see extremes of the best behavior and the tackiest behavior. And it will come from people you never saw it from. So you'll get that one aunt that's like, I don't want to come. Here's $2 million, Mazel tov. And then like your best friend just gets shit canned and like throws something like at the rabbi. You will see behavior and and it will hopefully for the better it shocks you, but you don't know what's coming. I feel like your people's true colors come out when they're involved in a wedding. It's it's ruthless. Sometimes I just don't understand like who taught people like who taught people how to act. Who raised these people? We had a pretty good group. Like I have a a small circle of friends. I'm not like a I didn't do like business contacts. Come on out, you know, and watch me eat. It's a good call. Um I have a not a huge family and my both my parents are remarried. I love my stepmom, stepdad. Like there's no problem there. My stepmom has six brothers and sisters and they're each married. Um and I my dad married my stepmom when I was like eight or nine. So I've they've been in my life and they've you know always her. welcomed me like as their own. Like they've always been so good to me. And when we sent out the save the dates, I sent them to everyone. Uh all of her brothers and sisters. And I think all of them said yes. And it just kind of clicked. I was like, that's 12 plus extra people on top of us trying to have like this smaller number. So I had to put on my Winston Churchill hat and write an eloquent email to the entire family just saying, I love you so much. You've always been kind to me. I am resending my invitation. You Were they come. receptive? Yeah, no one really wrote back, but I think they got it. I think that, and it's also like, this is just what it is. I told her, you know, and pick one sibling you want to invite. And I picked one that like I was a little bit closer to. And I, I, did they come? I, yes. And I felt so bad, but I was like, this just is what it is. I also paid for the wedding myself. So that's a little bit trickier when you know it's your own money. Right. It's and the rules change a little bit. Yeah. My I mom think, had to rescind uh rescind something a friend she had invited. She had to then be like And they should it's understand. That's good. She said they were advice because we do have a lot of people who DM us, email us and say, you know, I was friends with these people a year ago. No. Uh, yeah. yeah and it is how do I, I take it back my mom i told my parents i'm like you each get three friends because like, they, they're so proud of you and they want to show it right. off or whatever um the my battle cry during this whole process was it's my money like i may i think i yelled <laughs> yeah. that my mom's like we get it and everybody yeah. chipped in for stuff like my mother-in-law paid for this exquisite uh, uh out-of-towners dinner the night before which is basically another small wedding yeah you know um uh and i think i made my dad pay for the dj like people did what they could because you also don't want to like put your family's feet to the fire and be like, you know, it should be the symbology of it. There's so many awkward conversations that come up around money and 
like what your did you feel that your husband and you were on the same page with what you wanted to spend and yeah, what you my cared page. about my page. your page oh that because he, yeah. he's he's a you know he loves me loves it want he, the food was really important for him as a she's a chef so we had um jeremy fox who's this like beloved chef my husband wrote his cookbook which got a james beard nomination so shout it's out no big him. deal Menial casual but jeremy did and he's not a caterer jeremy did the menu for our wedding because we wanted oh, people wow. to leave being like that food was, was incredible insane it was great and i people like i didn't eat at my wedding i'm like i ate so much like i had to unbutton a I little, little to did eat. they know I little did they know i plan to eat we're serving chicken and waffles family style that's so fun nice not as the whole thing but it's I excited. ate every opportunity at my wedding. Yeah. My Starving. grandma like starved herself because she's anxious. She's like kept coming up to me the whole night. How are you eating? How are you eating? I go, this is the most expensive meal I will ever eat in my yeah. life. I'm sitting here and I'm enjoying all of it. All of it. No, I mean, I understand like being busy. Also, wedding food traditionally is terrible. It's hard to feed that many people and have it not be cold. Just like it's hard to dress that many women identically and have it not be ugly. You're doing things in mass. Right. You That's know, batch serving things. It's going to be tough. Um, but yeah, the food was important to him. The advice that he gave me, the one thing, cause I, you know, it's you and your mom having a wedding basically and your yeah. husband's invited. Uh, cause yeah. I was deliberating because it's that time of your life. I'm not sure you guys, you girls are definitely younger than me, but I got married at like 35. I'm like looking at my publicist. I'm like, was it 35? That's such like a diva thing. Was it? Um, <laughs> but you're at that age where, and at least for me as a comic, you know, I know a lot of male comics and I know a lot of acquaintances and there's that age where you kind of like. It's so cute in your 20s to be like, look, all my guy friends. And like, you might keep a couple, but like once you get married, like it just, you they kind of fall by the wayside. You can keep a couple for sure, especially if you knew them when you met your husband. But I don't know. It's like, it's that one dude you made out with once and you stayed friends. Like, are you really like, <laughs> we're like what are you talking about now? And we were like your del- deepest. Yeah. And I'm like, no, they're cool. They're nice guys. My husband's like, that guy definitely still has a crush on you. That guy's a weirdo. And he's like, do whatever you want. He goes, but I want you to think about when you turn around and you see someone, what's your reaction? Is it, oh my God, you're here. Or is it, oh, hey, you made it. Oh, that's great. And I use that as my like razor to decide if I'm pumped that's great to see advice. you. That then is. that's it. Versus otherwise we can get a cup of coffee. Were you, did you, were you able to stick to your budget? I didn't have one. I didn't think about it. Oh, Not like I spent like a million dollars, but. You didn't say like, okay, this is the number I want to spend and then try to fit it into that? No. I know that's irresponsible, but like I knew what was important to me and what wasn't. Mm. I knew like the centerpieces that I wanted. The one thing I wanted I didn't get. I wanted a a cauliflower bouquet. Here's why. Cauliflower is naturally in the shape of a bouquet. Think of broccoli. And it's already white. And I'd never (laughs) thought about any detail of my wedding my whole life. Like I didn't think about it as a little girl except for I'm going to have a cauliflower bouquet. And nobody supported me. (laughs) <laughs> Everybody shit on it. I ended up doing this thing. It's called like, I don't know, like a giant rose. It's a bunch of rose petals fused together to make one giant flower. So it's this ornate thing, but it's very simple. Cool. It was pretty. I wanted my cauliflower bouquet. I knew I didn't want flowers at the ceremony. I got these big paper flowers instead. Somehow in my head, I was like, well, they don't have to be flown in frozen from Bolivia. This is better for greenhouse gas emissions. It's just paper. It's still pretty bad. I don't, it was, but it's really modern. Did a very modern wedding. That's cool. I, I just didn't that. want it to be drenched in expensive flowers that were okay. going to be thrown out in an hour. The yeah, centerpieces had flowers, though. How many bridesmaids did you have? Uh, I'm thinking one, two, three, four. Four? 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 Emily, Andriana, Michelle, Jody, Harley. Five. Five. How did you, how did you pick them? Did you have to do like, one kind well, of... Or was it obvious to you who you It's obvious. I mean... 
you've got your best friend your whole life. You've got your college best friend. And then I've got my half sister and my cousin. And then my best friend from LA. Like those are the women that like these are, they've been through these things. So that made the sense. And truthfully, I didn't really want to do bridesmaids. Um, I think it's a little dorky. But my husband was having uh Groomsmen. Dudes of honor. Yeah. yeah and I honor. didn't want to look like a psychopath. Like he's got like five men and I'm like, I have no one. Sammy, you're not I'm doing not bridesmaids, doing bridesmaids right? It's Neither fine. of us are. Nobody wants to wear the dress. What's that website that all girls get them? It's like jewel.com or something where you go and you pick the fabric. I, have oh, to, I don't know. Yeah. I had our girl, my girls, I was like, just wear black, That's wear it nice. again and pick any dress you're comfortable in. Just make it as tight as like. And That's long. elegant. Yeah. Can you elaborate on the dorkiness? Because I feel like there's something about bridesmaids that I've been trying to like articulate without offending anybody who's had it's them, just obviously. Uniforms are dorky. Dressing alike is dorky. People take family Christmas photos all in the same plaid onesie because it's like dorky and family. I mean, obviously, people always think women do this so that they look because bridesmaids dresses are traditionally ugly. I don't even think it's that they're necessarily ugly as much as your favorite color will not necessarily look good on me and brides are only thinking about themselves. I truly, I love the color gray and my wedding was like white and gray. I know you're like, sounds festive. I truly <laughs> am the kind of woman, like I love having attractive women as friends. I don't feel threatened when another girl That's is prettier. That's what I thought. I was like, I want everyone to look as great Beautiful. as possible. It's like and the cheerleader. No one could outshine you on your and wedding day. And spend as little or as much as they wanted. Yes. I, I did it for more like the support. Because it looks nice in a picture. Yeah. And like, I feel like I needed help doing my wedding because it was just like me and my dad. So I like kind of yeah. leaned on them to do stuff. But I do agree with like the whole. You want whole, them to feel good. You want them to look good. They're Not doing stuff joke. for you. They're spending money on you. Like you want them to be excited to put on the dress. Totally. And so I picked, I picked the color and then we went on this website and I was like, pick any style you want with that's gray with this like white border. And I wanted each girl to pick a style that fit their body. My best friend who knows nothing about pop culture has never heard of Betches or me or <laughs> team anything. And she like, uh, I don't know. She got hers and then never got it taken in because like no one ever showed her. So it's just like this flat oh. and she weighs 10 pounds. So, but it's fine. Um, and so I know they don't love those dresses, but I did like I, it is really hard to uniformly dress. You all did these the women. nice thing though. You let them pick a style to their body. Yeah. My heart was in the right place. I wanted everyone to feel good. It, it's tough unless you say everybody wear black. It's really tough. You know, and then there's always the one girl that's extra that's like, well, the, the stomach's cut out of this one and my left nipple is out, but like I made it my own. So you need a little bit of direction. Anyway, I can uh, show you pictures. For, was anything from, yeah, I definitely want to see pictures. Yeah. Was anything from your, from Unveiled directly from your, your wedding? All of it. Like what? Like was there, are there any anecdotes that you use? Or even, even the part where you were talking about like your friends and your bachelorette party. That was 100% true. Uh, my bachelorette party, um, and I was saying this just now on the Disney show, which this won't come out for a while, but um, your bachelorette party, somebody will end up crying. It probably won't be the bride. There was always like the one girl that's like, and I don't understand my relationship. That definitely happened. And I knew it would. I fucking knew it. Oh, Greg was there. There was one dude at my bachelorette party. Um, and we're best friends. He's my publicist, but we're also like best friends. Uh, so they rented a house for me in uh, Solvang. Was that right? Beautiful house. And it rained. So it's like, we couldn't really whatever. But it was, if you really look at, like, if we could just all stop for a second and make it not about the commercialism and the consumption, but if you look at these people in your life, from in my case, it was, like, four people. One friend flew in from Canada as a surprise, and that's not an easy trip, like, to get to Solvang, which is, like, in the hills. Of, you know, got to take a thing, take a thing. People are stop. I believe time is the greatest thing you can give, and people are, like, stopping down their lives 
to celebrate you, to make games that night that commemorate you, to take you out. Like taking a chunk, a weekend, which none of us have to give. So at the end of the day, to me, that was so touching. Did I like that they got me a chocolate penis cake? No, I also think it's really racist. Um, <laughs> did I want to eat it? No, like I, I'm appalled of that. We went out for dinner and then we went to a country bar. None of them listen to country music but me. So they were there for me. Did the one true sacrifice. Oh, of, of all the music genres, for yeah. someone that doesn't like <laughs> yeah. country, it's the truest. One of them left crying, as she has done at most of my major life events. And uh, I came home and I wouldn't, I remember she left crying and the other girls were like, well, we'll go with her. And I was like, no one leaves. You will stay and watch me dance. <laughs> and we went back and of course she was fine. Just like eating nachos, she was just upset. There's always a there's always a friend like that who I feel has has to kind of like make it about themselves. Thousand percent. And they kind of are like, oh, well, like I'm texting this guy, and like this is not. They're also, having this problem and yeah. this problem, and like I don't want to stay in the hotel. I want to stay somewhere else. There's always and, something. But they don't contribute to any planning. It's like the plans are all done. They never spoke up to through anything. Then you lay it out. They're like, well, I don't want to do X, Y, and Z. And we're like, well, where was your opinion and your credit card six months ago when like I fronted all of this and made all there's these plans? There's always that. And I, I think also you know. In this case, that friend did do a lot of the planning. I think for some people, if they're not in charge, then they don't know what to do. Like you always got yeah. in the special oh, talk yeah. about like your general, like the one yeah. friend. And that's like, this is what I'm doing. And then if they're not doing it, they're like, well, where the fuck do I fit in? And you're like, just be there and watch me drink. We all want wine tasting. I don't even like wine. I brought a little like hip flask of vodka. <laughs> and I was like, look, I live in LA. I go wine tasting all the time. You guys fucking drink it. I don't care. Um, the friend who's the general is my favorite part of the whole special. Takes over. She's, Me too. That, when you're like on the horse, I'm like, <laughs> yes. It's my favorite crying. bit to do. That's the funniest. Uh, thank you. Because that there is that friend who like, where even though it's not them, they're like the best friend. It has to be like... It's Are you that friend? I, I, the, I no, get stuck being I'm that. Like, no, I'm I get like, stuck being that all the time. This. I'm like the organizer, the planner, the like... I'm not. No, it like won't get done. You got, there can only be one. Yeah. I, I, my friend... One of my friends had this beautiful wedding. It was like a coronation. They had so much money. It was a $1 million wedding. And I show people pictures of it to this day. And it was like four years ago. Everything was gold. She had, I'm like a very, I'm not controlling, but like if you want me to get something done, like I can do it. But I recognize, and I think this is part of being a leader. I recognize that she already had an even closer friend who was doing all oh, of that. Oh, then you give it to them. Then you're Fall like, back. I am stepping back because this is a vacation for me. Because I, I usually yeah. have to be the planner. If you have the opportunity to not do that, yes. I will not Great. utter a word. I'm coming and in. And I won't be upset about I it. I won't be upset. And I even said to her, I like tapped on the, and she was also going through something like the girl was like a little over the place. I tapped on the shoulder. I go, if you need anything, I'm here. But like, I defer to you. And that's really yeah. the greatest gift you can get. Yeah. It's like letting them do what they need to do. Um, and just, you're there for your friend. Like, don't create any stress. Like, keep remembering you're there for that girl. You don't like your dress. You don't like your shoes, your room. Fucking get over it. It's like 48 hours of your life. Right. It's not your wedding dress that you don't like. Yeah. I showed up to my best friend's wedding without shoes. Uh, and but that's fine because it was at her house and I was like I need to borrow shoes um, <laughs> and we like made it happen and I set up makeup she didn't know how to have a wedding so I was like I'm doing your makeup I set up all the makeup like she was getting it done I've gotten my makeup done enough that like I know what it should yeah. be and I did her hair and oh I God. made it clear I was like you need to have a reveal when you see your wife she was like we're just gonna walk out I was like no you need to have a moment so the photographer can like she no one she told her I was like thank God for me yeah, yeah. seriously so, you gotta be there So, so much of your stand-up is about be like the experience being single and then getting engaged and, and married. When you were single, you, were you really able to embrace being single or were you that friend or did you have those friends who were just like, 
the whole time they're just wanting to get married and be done with this on a man mission <sighs> on a man mission i think it, here's a th- here's this here's the truth that nobody will admit you are and look if if you're gay this still applies but i'm going to speak from my own experience as a heterosexual woman um you are always on a man mission with the exception of you got your heart broken you need to like take a knee which i have been there you are that's why people are like oh i'm just not ready to date no they're not ready to date you if the perfect person was like, I'm ready to fuck, you'd be like, I'm into it. I love it. I'll set my life on fire. <laughs> so, you know, it's these things that we tell ourselves. And as women, we are so chastised for admitting that we want to get married, whether it's by men uh, or other women. This bullshit feminist movement of like, just be empowered. Just love it. Love the journey. You're like, well, each ovary shrivels. And journey. I get old. For sure. And you, there are times you can enjoy it. You should be able to go out and just enjoy your girlfriends. But at the end of the day, if we're talking like cost sunk, there is hair and makeup and you're drinking and your skin and you're tired. And I remember going out. I, I've kind of always had boyfriends just because it's whatever. It just was. Uh, and that girl. I just remember. Yeah. Not like in a, I, not without my boyfriend way, but in a like, it just wasn't as it was horrific. There for you. Yeah. And uh, we go out and my friends will tell you like, they make fun of me because like I go to like five bars in a night. I walk in, I would scan it like from my stand up. Like there's no one hot here. I'm leaving. I don't want to waste liver space on like a room of ugly dudes we're leaving right. it is hunting it is a sport you should be able to enjoy your men single are doing time. it men are doing it for sure um and for way worse reasons but there's this thing with, with a lot less effort to get ready to go like you got hair you have makeup they got nothing yeah but they have to pay for the drinks i would rather pay for someone's drink than do my hair i would rather pay for really? my own drink and have you not expect that i have a conversation with yeah you. same yeah uh but not, b- battle of the sexes aside we keep as women especially when you're already married or in a relationship or like just enjoy it because you're looking at it with rose tinted mm-hmm. glasses of like it was so fun and yeah there were times where I was single where I was like this is so fun but I also remember screaming like I want a boyfriend and that's normal so judging a woman you know if you want it too much it's like all right keep it in your pants like right. be a little bit graceful about this but the married thing again as a comic most of us are just so weird I never had that conversation because my best friend is a lesbian and she was always with women. Uh, a lot of my friends are men. And then my other friend is not crying over nachos. So she's not a good resource. And there's that one too. <laughs> How so, long did you date your, your husband for? Well, we also met each other in our like mid to early, like 34. So, and we're Jewish. Short, short, so shorter. that makes it shorter. Yeah. Because the parents are like, well, let's get this going already. Oh, but moreover, like, we're like, this is it. Like, you just know, when you're 20, you take a beat in your 20s, you know, like, figure it out. Yeah. We dated for a year. We were engaged for a year. Yeah. You know. That's like, totally. I'm still not sure what we're doing. <laughs> no. But, yeah. So, but to answer your question about the whole, like, dating focus thing. And I do think it's more competitive in some cities than others. And some, you know, there's, it's this weird pressure on women. On the one hand, they're like, wanderlust, love yourself, self-care, live life. Open your heart and your legs. But by the same token, it's like, when are you getting married? When are you having a baby? So you have to hold these two ideas and figure out what's right for you. Of course, we all want to be with someone. I mean, I think a lot of the underlying message of that, like, love your life, embrace things, like, go do experiences. A lot of that is basically just an excuse to get you to buy shit. A thousand percent. Like, that's, it's usually that those things are said in the service of selling something. Or click my account. Yeah. Yes. Or click my account. It's very rarely like that. Because if it were just like about authentic. the journey and authentic and like really about your own mental health it would be like much more low-key you don't have to it talk about private, it either. yeah not it on the internet on, on social media wouldn't it talk wouldn't, as much. and it wouldn't be a fucking like instagram post from this person who's when you look at the rest of their instagram is very clearly like unstable 
Usually, or, usually. Or like, it's like saying, it's like announcing you're taking a social media break. Yeah. I will tell you the couple times in my life that I've had major heartbreak. I like, remember when my dog died, I just, oh, it's okay. I, uh, I put the phone down and eventually I wrote a eulogy. Thank you. Yeah. But it wasn't, I didn't want to converse with people. And eventually I, I leaned on my community of fans as it, it was a lovely remedy and their support. But when it first happened, like when your heart is actually broken, you don't go online. You don't need reinforcement. No, you you don't have it in you to like say no, it hurts like too anything. Much. And eventually you will, but real heartbreak. And I remember going through one relationship that just knocked the wind out of me. And I remember for the first time in my life being like, you know what? It's time to be selfish. I actually don't. A lot of times we say, I don't want a boyfriend, but you're secretly hoping the universe will say, okay, we'll give you one. Like yeah. we love to present like I'm single and fierce and you may be, but of course there, you are a, a woman with a beating heart. Um, and, and I the pressure from society and the pressure from your biology. For sure. Your biological clock is a very real thing. I've never really been like, oh my God, I need kids. But it is something you keep in your mind. And I remember getting my heart broken and I remember saying, I don't want a boyfriend right now. And of course, that's when like two guys were like, please be my girlfriend. But I, <laughs> and I was selfish. I had like two dudes come to Vegas in one weekend. I didn't sleep with either of them, but like one flew in as the other flew out and oh, they didn't know great. about each other. And I was like, gives a fuck. Like I'm gonna, I'm honest. I'm living my life on my own terms. And when I'm ready to be in a relationship in like a week, I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, even the fact that for like for you, that's a like a move that a you move. that you got two guys to fly to Vegas. It's like guys have done way worse, like just in the past week, I'm sure. Have, also, like, you know what you should really internalize? And this is for like all the girls in their 20s. Nobody actually cares. No. Like once you turn off Instagram with all and I love Instagram, but like all the bullshit and all of the hashtags and all the way you should be. No, if you want, if you, and I, this is not my choice. If you want to be like, I slept with two dudes last night. It's not the safest, but like your good friends will be like, cool. Nobody actually cares. No. As long as you're not hurting someone and not hurting yourself. Like this, I'm a feminist with to-do lists. It's so bold. I'm doing it. Do your job and just vote like a nice person. <laughs> All of this stuff. It's such bullshit. No one's watching. Nobody is paying attention to you. Well, if they're paying attention, it's probably to judge so that they can feel better. For sure. You know Usually. what? Go out. And I also, I really believe in the honesty. You're going out with a guy, be like, look, I'm dating other people. Don't be secretive. Don't think you're being slick. But also, like, I also believe, like, your record should be erased prior to the age of 27. Like, I agree. Whatever Agreed. mistake yeah. you made or whoever gives a shit. We were all young. We all mess up. Nobody knows what they're doing. It's like extended childhood years. It's fine. Like, none of those. You're learning years. Prior to 27. You blew, like, 12 yeah. guys in one night. Okay, that's a weird choice. But you're fine. I love that. I, d I agree. There should be those no, years. Don't blow 12 guys in one night. You're going to get a disease. Don't do that. <laughs> should have raised those years. Okay. Let's talk about the wedding industry. Let's how, do it. How would you, how would you describe it? Battles, battlefield. Battle zone. <laughs> Matrimonial combatant. I don't know. I'm just like short circuiting. <laughs> I mean, I didn't partake in it as much. Some brides really lean into it. And I kind of, I also was a little laissez-faire about it just because I was, traveling and i was on tour i was on tour in europe for two weeks like the week Fuck before my wedding on netflix <laughs> i just i have you know and women that have and this is not putting women down that don't but like when you have like a career and you are working you have a little less headroom that's why you hire people right if i'm not a natural wedding planner i don't have this exquisite taste i don't know what's current these are not where my this is not where my happiness lies so uh the but the wedding industry it's like every other industry is designed to show you, here's what you're missing, here's what you could be doing. And I think as women, we're already so insecure because we've been told we're wrong, our bodies are wrong, our thoughts are wrong, our choices are wrong for so long. When you see a photo of a girl 
quote unquote killing it. You think, oh, that's what mine should look like. And each generation has the, um, I guess the, what's the word I'm looking for? Each generation has like the milieu and like the type of wedding that's put on them, um, the patina. So like for us, it was like rustic. Like for a very long time, it was like if you're not barefoot with a flower crown and a barrel curl drinking grain alcohol out of a mason jar, you're not doing it right. And I remember trying on wedding dresses and I was like, I, this isn't me. I don't dress like this. I don't want to wear a lingerie dress. I was like, I want a severe dress. I want to look like a Jewish Kennedy <laughs> with like a plunging neckline. I tried lingerie dresses. That's not meant for my body. You have to be, and yeah. like you're beautiful girls, you have to be 90 pounds soaking wet. Like yeah. it's just not dresses meant for- Dresses was just the worst. It's tough. I can never get that. Like that was the your... worst part of the whole wedding for me was the dress. I tried on over 100. I cried. Oh my I God. do not cry about weddings. I This is not me. And that was like my one pain point. Like it remember was the how worst. hard trying on jeans is? It's like that with higher stakes. It's worse. <laughs> yeah. Like I find it so weird that you had such a hard time because it was horrible. you can wear anything. It was It was horrible. Do you find one? Yeah. And it was a disaster at the end. Why? The Wait, alteration. I'm sorry, are you, you're not married yet. Yeah, no, I got married in September. Oh, you got married. Okay, so yeah. I thought you were so, getting married. It ended September. up working out, I guess. But It did. Uh, you look great. I mean, I didn't your, have to pay for the alter. Uh, are you wearing a wedding ring on your right hand? Are you European? What's happening? No, the, the left one is the wedding ring. Yeah, but what's ring. that? That looks like a wedding ring. Engagement ring. What's happening? On your, on your right hand? After you get married, they switch. No. I think some people do, but like, I don't plan to. I plan to wear them together. Too much hardware. I mean, it looks great. Yeah. That's just... why I separated them. Yeah, that'd be a lot for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Should I switch them back? Are they in the wrong hands? No, 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 they're fine. <laughs> Comedian <laughs> Eliza Schlesinger judged her podcast host so hard, <laughs> made her cry, worse than on her wedding day dress. Alteration. No, I will not cry anything no, about it. Cool. And it was I just, one I didn't time know what was going on. that I cried because I. it was like out of frustration that I was just like it's so frustrating it was like actually a lot of body shaming that came at the end of it and I go you weren't body shaming when you were trying to sell me this who, dress they, the person the, oh yeah the alteration they were like oh it's your body like, was it like it, some eastern European lady who didn't know your hips are too wide it was the uh, Mark Ingram I will never refer them to anyone again I, I won't lie they were not my favorite place that I who went who is driving. that it's this it's a very upscale store for wedding dresses in new york and personally they were my worst experience they Although, were great going in they were flattering me they were like it's so nice no one i had to do the alteration to go your body your hips are uneven you have dents in your legs dents um, in, so your breasts your boobs aren't like high enough to hold the dress which they had no problem charging me 400 dollars to cut the sleeves off and then they ended up having to put like a nylon like a sheer thing to hold up the dress because it wouldn't stay up Oh my God. I didn't know they said that. Oh yeah. Your legs have dents. Oh yeah. My grandma mean? was yelling at them too. She was in there with me. I would. Cause your grandma's like, I'm the one that should be insulting her body. Not you. Yeah. <laughs> she was just like, I don't get it. You were fine dressing. You know, you were fine selling me this dress. I think like anyone would be, that's insane. Yeah. I was just like, uh, you can't body shame people. It's like 2019. This is like the worst thing you could was do. Was it an oh. older lady saying it? Yes. I give it a pass mm. personally. It's, I don't think it was malintent as much as just like unaware she was just being frank. But it's not lovely to hear. I get it. Especially well, when you're getting the person fucked. who owns it comes out and it's a man. And I'm like, this Mark? is just... Yeah. He came out and goes, what's the issue? And was like pissed at me. I go, no, 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 no. This is what happened in your salon. I go, I'm not paying for these alterations. And I want my $400 back because this dress isn't strapless anymore. Because you told me my boobs can't hold it up. Ew. Wow. And so, ew. that was that. So... Can I shout out mine? Yeah. Yes, please do. I had a <laughs> lovely experience at Monique Lulier. They were very nice. In LA, yeah. Didn't Aileen get her dress there too? Her, that was her designer, but we got she got it from Wedding Salon in Manhattan, who which is like our favorite people, and we talked about like knock it off or something. No, oh. they do, but we 
like I genuinely love them like I'm going there too and the woman who we worked with her name's Naomi she's the nicest woman she makes you feel like great about as they should be you're spending so much money on something uh-huh. you're gonna yeah. wear once in a ridiculous color yep. yeah I didn't like what I didn't like about Mark Ingram is that they came and they were like tell me what you tell you go there they're like tell me what you like and I just started shopping I like leggings and, they don't and let sports you, bras they yeah. don't let you Where's they don't that? let you look at the dresses they make you like tell them what you want without so seeing it's already what the being filtered are. through what they think yeah That's and tough. i didn't like a single one that i tried on and it's I funny because i actually rude. like that better because i was overwhelmed when i had to go into the store and look at them because i'm like this is so not me i don't like this makes me uncomfortable i don't want to see them because i hated all of them but then they get like short with you when you ask to see more and they're like they're like oh well why don't you like any of these it's like because i don't you like just them. pick these I random things. have a major issue with because at a certain price point, you are paying for service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a major issue with somebody being rude to me. Like the idea is that they're supposed to kiss you while fucking you, which is why clothes are so expensive. And they're, yeah. that's why they make a size six, a size two, because you want to feel so good. So, I, so I, I also am keenly aware, like at the end of the day, it's all just fabric and I am paying for that service. And when I don't get it at a place where the expectation with the markup is the service, I up with which I will not put. Like I, I will walk out. I had that experience at Tiffany's. Um, these rings that I have on now I would buy myself one every time like I got something and this is twice now I remember I was on my way to the tonight show and I walked in to buy another one this is a while ago and the woman like I, I literally came in with my credit card wouldn't help me this is twice they just wouldn't help me had nothing to say to me I asked if they could clean my rings while I was buying another one she was like it's up on another floor you've got to go there like just a tood I was so livid it's like, like I'm giving you my money. I don't called, you want it? I pulled a mom and I called and I said, I don't want anything for free. I want you to know that like this is a cherished brand and this is how your people on like Fifth Avenue, this is how they act. And they were like, we're so sorry. I'm like, you don't care. Yeah. But I will never buy a ring from you again. So they should know that. Yeah. You're paying. For, you're you paying. An I knew they didn't carry there. And I'm like, I will never recommend you. To any, and I haven't brought up that experience on this podcast or the Instagram She's until sweating, right folks. now. Yeah, I, because I can't talk about it. Because yeah, yeah. I all I could imagine is someone else who wasn't. I don't even think I was like that strong in that situation. But someone else who has some kind of like body issue, yeah. like what the damage they could have done to that person. Also, you're so vulnerable. Yeah. Like you're in your underwear. This, this was three a, weeks before my wedding too, and they go, "We'll just get you another dress, no. like a totally dr- different dress." I go, "I already didn't like all these other dresses." Here's my other question. Do you feel like, I feel like I get a little bit nervous to voice how I really feel because I'm afraid of being. I could not be taking like deeper breaths. Like I feel very like my body's like loading a shotgun because like this is like not for him. <laughs> and I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> but um, sometimes I feel like I'm afraid to be perceived as a diva or too hard. And I just, I guess maybe that's also another thing that's been ingrained that I'm afraid to act. Oh, I'm afraid I to be assertive. I'll talk yeah. about that. The whole like bridezilla concept. Right, so, I don't want to be a bridezilla. It's so offensive because you would get labeled another type of Zilla just as a woman speaking, standing up for herself. So we do this thing in our society where you're afraid of being labeled horrible by the same women that are telling you don't worry about labels. Uh, men and women too, you know, you're just afraid that if, you're, if your reaction to something isn't all the smiles, so grateful, thank you. But the truth is at the end of the day, if you're the one paying for it, you have to control that narrative and it's it's just it's tough and at the end of the, you have to be okay with putting your foot down you don't have to do it all the time but the bridezilla thing yes there are women that get out of control but just be you're you're like this is a day where i got one chance to slam dunk it and nobody's respecting me i i remember my mom called me that by the way this, you're talking to a girl who was not really present for her wedding and day of i felt very alone 
my I didn't feel like my bridesmaids were like helping me. I was just kind of there because everyone thinks like, oh, you're so strong, you can figure it out. And I was frustrated. My mom goes, you're being a bridezilla. And I almost threw her out of a window. I was like, just saying that is so offensive. Right. It's like calling someone a bitch when you're like, all I asked for was a little help. So I think we're very, I think we're predisposed to judging women for asserting their position. Right. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I'm sort of like walking this line of being afraid of being perceived as like ungracious, but also saying, like being able to actually be like, I don't like this. Just well, the fact that you're cognizant of it yeah. means that you're And you're you won't a nice person. You're not going to be yeah. like yelling at them, but like it is also your money. It's your day. You want to make sure you're confident in them. To Let deliver what you want. Tell you something. Yeah. Because we're all afraid of this. And then there's that thing of like, oh, well, they, they're doing this. And I don't know. I was getting a massage the other day. Like a, we were like in the Chinatown in Las Vegas. I was like, I'll go before my show. And I'm laying there and I'm naked. And it was, you never have a massage that's so bad it makes you more stressed out. Yeah. Like my shoulders are clenched. And you don't want to say anything because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But the woman, I'm pretty sure wasn't a massage therapist. I think she was like the receptionist. Like she should not be allowed to touch people. It was so horrible. And I'm laying there naked and I was like, do I get up naked like tits out and just put my clothes on and say I don't care? And I was like, fuck it. I'm so over caring what people who have no real investment in me or my happiness think. I got up. I go, we're done. Thank you so much. And she just looks at me. I got up naked. My boobs are just out. I put on my clothes. My husband was getting one too. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm sitting in the lobby. And I didn't give her anything. I didn't look. I didn't say anything. I just sat in the lobby and I wouldn't make eye contact. If you, I feel this way. If people think it's okay to make you feel bad and uncomfortable and it's all at your expense, why can't you pay that back? Why do I have to sit here worried? You did a bad job. So this goes for your dress people too. You're going to say these things to me and nobody considered my feelings. Well, then I'm going to do it right. I'm going to be as just as unaware, but I'm going to take care of myself. If you want to be rude, I don't need to be rude back, but I don't have to tolerate it. I got up naked. I sat in the lobby. I didn't speak to her, but we did uh, wow. end up tipping her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a lesson yeah. for all of us, I think. Just remember that your feelings matter and you don't have to, like somebody's being rude or whatever. Sometimes saying something, we always smile. We're like, oh, that wasn't very nice. Okay. Sometimes saying something to someone in a nice way just stops them in their tracks. And, you know, like I, I remember I had a designer once and I think he thought we had a rapport that we didn't. He wasn't gay. And if he was gay, this might have been different, but he wasn't. And he was just like, you're kind of a bitch, huh? And I, by the way, had said nothing. And I know people listening to this are like, well, I bet you could. No, I'm a very socially aware, like very gracious person. I have an education. I was raised nicely, whatever. And he's like, you're kind of a bitch. And I remember thinking like, what on earth makes you think that you can speak to me that way? Yeah. And I stopped working with him. Uh, but it's that thing where people will just keep taking and they'll just be rude mm -hmm. to you until you put your foot down to say that's actually not okay. Like how uncomfortable would you be if you said, if you like, said something about my last name and I looked at you and I was like, it's not okay that you mispronounce it. Get it right. You would be horrified, right? But I would never say, like, it doesn't matter to me. But I'm saying, like, when you decide what's okay and you stop someone in their tracks and make them reevaluate what they're doing, does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. So, and it's like a power you have to wield uh, carefully because you don't want to be a bridezilla. Exactly. But sparingly. Okay, so I think we're a little short that was on such time. such a speech. I'm so sorry. And no, I don't. No, it was great. No. I love that it was just a cross of funny and just a great point. And honestly, I needed to hear it. So um, I think we have to wrap up now. But okay. right now you have so much going on. You're writing a movie. I wrote a, we, we wrote a movie. We shot it. I literally wrapped uh, 72 hours ago. Congrats. That's amazing. Thank you. What, did you buy yourself another Tiffany ring? No, we're not, going, back not there. going there. Can't no, go but there. did you buy yourself a the, the new thing you'll buy yourself? What did I buy recently for myself? I don't. I don't think I did. I like the Victor gifts though. 
That's I cool. like you have to gift yourself. You stuff. do. I need. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. That being said, I need less stuff. Like right. I find myself. You just can book giving. a victory trip. Uh, I yeah, travel. That's travel. us. My victory thing. I'm sit at home quietly true. with no makeup on. That's are, my victory. Are you going on tour again soon? Yeah, the tour, the official. It's called the Forever Tour. Starts after uh, January. I'm gonna be. Wait, some, you're gonna be here. At yes, the Beacon at Theater the because I got an ad for that, which is oh, by our apartment. Oh, good. Oh, we so should we go. need to go. We, we added a second a, show yeah, for those of you we listening. We want a trip. Yeah. Couples trip to the Beacon Theater. Oh, okay. Yeah, be great. we'll I'm, bring the boys. I'm excited yeah. for the, the Beacon. Uh, so I'll be on tour. We wrap the movie. I'm on set. I'm doing another movie all January in Montreal, freezing. Um, I can't tell. I'll tell you offline it's what it is. Great time to but be it's there. A very serious movie, and I'm very excited. Like it's not funny at all. Like wow, really, that's awesome. Yeah, and when I tell you who's in it, you're gonna be like, oh my god. And I'm so excited. Um, Look out I, for it, everyone. And this movie I did called Wonder should be, should be called Wonderland with Mark Wahlberg uh, is coming out uh, in Q1, so like the spring. That's on, amazing. On Netflix, I'm very excited. Are you getting? Are you trying to get more into acting? It's that's such a funny question because I always tried. Like I've auditioned for most big movies that not like you know action movies, but like most funny movies that you've seen. Uh, every year I used to do pilot season. You know, and so you do these things and for whatever reason, you know, you get super close and it doesn't go. So it's good to know like, oh, it's not the talent. It's just that, you know, you don't look like what they want it, whatever. And things, it's weird. Things just kind of have a way. I wrote that movie uh, on all the days that people weren't picking up the phone and weren't saying yes to me. And then we got a distribution deal with Universal and we got it made. And I got the, Peter Berg put me in Wonderland right before. So I think once people know that they can trust you with their dialogue, then they're more ready to put you in stuff. And so that's amazing. Somehow it's working. I'm so excited for you. Thank I really you. am. And just to see all of these Thanks, these projects you have. And last thing, will you tell us about Christmas mouth? Oh my god, you I need have to some. honor Blanche. I brought some. Do you want to smell yes, it? Yes, I do. Will you hand me that purse? Blanche. I'm a major Blanche fan. Oh, thank you. I'm not going to put it in the past tense because like okay. she her spirit lives on. The day that I realized I wouldn't be posting any more pictures to her Instagram. I so mean, I, I look at her Instagram. She's so I love cute. that. She's very special. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So, like, eight months ago, Greg, who was sitting here, but then he left because it was, like, too much wedding stuff. He, like, couldn't handle it. You were just sitting here, like, walrus breathing through your beard. It's hot. Walrus. Okay. Walrus breathing. You're like, I can't be in here. Chick talk. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. <laughs> a singer that he's a fan of did, like, a small a cologne with a friend of his named Sanai who does, she's a perfumer in LA. And he was like, this would be cool. He always comes up, we come up with these really cool ideas for promoting my specials. And he was like, what if you did a perfume? And I automatically, I was like, we call it Christmas mouth. And it shall be called Christmas mouth. So I set out for the last several months working with the perfumer, sitting, smelling different kinds of pine and vanilla. There's like 500 types. <laughs> Bat, like mixing these, wearing different scents. And so it's called Christmas mouth. And for the longest time, all pre-order bottles, a dollar of the sales went to Best Friends Animal Society through like Cyber Monday so they can make money. And uh, so he does. So it's Christmas mouth. This one's worn because I've been having it. And then this is the bottle. Aww. It's got Blanche's little mouth. It looks like a pig nose. to make nose, it smell not. like her? No. She smells like fish. My dog had <laughs> I mean, like a fish garbage breath, but I loved it. I mean, my fiance like sniffs our dog. Yeah. He's in there. You could sniff him if you like to. I do. I do <laughs> want you to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your dog's breath it's like you smell your armpit. Loves, You're like, this is fine. No, but he lo- he like loves it. He'll like try to get yes. like a I would, a good sniff. It. I had a timeshare in her mouth. I would lift up. People think this is gross. I would lift up her flap and I'd put my nose. I don't care what anyone thinks of this. In between her gums and the lip, and I would like take a hit, like That's a little obvious. like a little drug hit. Of, I don't have a dog. Is it obvious? Wait, is this a thing? When you get a dog, you will do this. 
Um, so I just loved your mouth so much. And it smelled like garbage, but I loved it. Anyways, Christmas mouth. So I'm just going to say it for people that don't know because people are like, what's Christmas mouth? Her mouth was a Christmas mouth because it had a dusting of white. So it looked like snow. And that was really what it started. And then I rationalized. I'm like, and like Christmas, you always want to be near it. It smells great. And it's a gift. So when you order Christmas mouth, it comes. And I did, I should have to say this. Everything is, uh, none of the ingredients are toxic, but I packaged it in like newspaper. Everything's recycled. We use no plastic in the bottle. It comes in a glass bottle. I wanted to have like a small footprint when we made this. So I, we put a lot of extra time and money into making sure that I wasn't, that I was practicing what I preach in terms of like being environmentally friendly. Friendly. So I love it. You can put on some if you like. You don't have to. And also, if you don't like it, that's Wait, a good thing. It smells amazing. Thank I you. I know. It's, it's Christmas mouth. It's Christmas it's mouth for you. I'm going to try it when I don't have headphones on because I'll probably spill them. You want to smell it? We wanted it to be evocative of the holidays, but not necessarily like pine, cinnamon. Yeah. Country it does cr- have Christ It's birth. a wintry. <laughs> it's wintry. So it's blood orange and yuzu and vanilla and cedar. Uh, and caramel so it's lovely and i'm wearing it now and that's christmas mouth for you we love it thank you and there's we i think there's like 50 bottles left but we're pretty much out so good luck to get one yeah well it. thank you so much for coming on betcha's bride we're so happy to have you this was so fun thanks and thanks for reaching out online of course that was like a while ago you're really my favorite comedian thank you i'm like so this is crazy this is me. great like thank you. i've watched your specials so many times thank you feel like i'm fangirling now all right i'm gonna no, stop. I, I, I can never get enough it's yeah. a problem thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of betches brides and please remember to rate review and subscribe follow us on instagram at betches brides and join our facebook group betches, betches brides, betches brides. betches